be on the road uh, for a little bit. July 6th through 8th, I'll be at Comedy Works downtown in Denver, Colorado. Uh, September 15th, I'll be at River City Casino in St. Louis, Missouri. September 16th, the Pantages Theater in Minneapolis, Minnesota. And then September 29th, I'll be at the Newmark Theater Portland. And then September 30th, I'll be at the a, 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 a casino in Washington. I don't want to mess up the name. I will. I don't want to say it. I it's hard. Um, I should have looked it up, but you can see it on my website, NicoleBuyerWasTaken.com, and that's where you can get tickets. Okay, November 4th, I'm at a theater in Milwaukee, Wisconsin. I'm at a, another casino on November 9th and Ben Salem, Pennsylvania. And then November 11th, oh baby, I'm going to be at the Wilbur Theater in Boston, Massachusetts. And you can get your tickets at NicoleBuyerWasTaken.com. Woo! Yeah, yeah, yeah! you date me a podcast for me nicole buyer is just exploring love and stuff because i was trying to figure out why i'm single but you know i've done it for like six years there's no answer my guest today is an lgbtqia activist author and actress who you know from movies like rose and zola i loved her and zola she was so good and the drama series hush she's also a rotating judge on rupaul's drag race and the host of bring back my girls on wow presents plus i'm so excited it is t s madison rupaul's drag race start your engines <laughs> start your engines rupaul's drag race make the best She went there. Oh, long. Oh, she got the rain. That's that soul glow with me. That's that soul glow. That's why I'm always feeling wrecking. <laughs> oh, I'm feeling wrecking. I was introduced to you with the Vine 22 inches. Oh, <laughs> Miss Nicole. Mr. Nicole, you done took it way back, girl. It is. You've took it. <laughs> Baby, you've taken it back to when Vine was the place. Uh-huh. <laughs> It made me laugh so hard. It showed everybody I've ever met in my whole life. It's so funny. I mean, if you don't know T.S., I don't know what's wrong with you. Uh, her voice is used on so many TikToks. So uh, many. So many. Listen. It's, your voice is everywhere. Everywhere. Beyonce used my voice, and honey. And yeah. a song. Renaissance sauce. How does that feel? Listen. You already know that Beyonce is a deity, honey, from the heavens. And when and you know when when a, when the, when a deity stamps you and says, "Honey, this is a part of all creation," you feel great. <laughs> it feels great, and she's wonderful. I love her. I love Beyonce. What and I love honor. her for, for using my voice on such a song like "Cozy." When I when I listen to it, even now, like it's been almost a year now. Um, even now, when I listen to it, I'm like. That's me, and that's 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 a statement for all people, like all people. But 
being black and trans and cozy and comfortable in my skin. I love myself, goddamn cozy, cozy. You know, and just to be able to mm-hmm. to, to out loud scream, "Bitch, I'm black," and I'm just not uh-huh. black. I'm all shades of black. I'm dark brown, dark skin, light skin, beige, fluorescent beige, bitch. I'm black. <laughs> you know, it just made me feel like that. That's the new. All of that stuff is the new. Black History Month anthem for Black History Month for all things black and black women, black trans women, honey, just black people. It felt so empowering to be part of an empowerment thing. I mean, I couldn't even imagine. I would lose my mind. I would never stop talking about it. I mean, I, 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 I had, I, I don't try to like to you know rub it in the girls' faces that can't take me, honey, because you know. <laughs> So, you know, sometimes the girls will be like, oh, honey, she only used this so much. And she, I'm like, well, sweetheart, listen, she used that. We have a great contract with each other. I'm a writer on that. And, you know, I get my percent of the sales and the things. And, you know, so it's it's just it's more than just she used that, you know, because in a no, time. It's a business. It's a business. And at a time where I hear my voice all over TikTok. And all over these places. And there's no compensation to me for it. And Beyonce comes through and be like, honey, we're going to pay, pay the lady, pay the lady and continue to pay the lady. It was, it's, it's, it's respect. Cause she could have easily just grabbed that and just yes. moved on. It's respect. It's me being credited. It's me being continuously compensated in perpetuity. Cause I love those words mm-hmm. in perpetuity. And just an anthem for my for for the people, all people, my people. I'm so glad that that happened for you because it is so wild that there is no compensation for TikTok using your voice, and it's weird to me that it hasn't parlayed itself into branding things because there's other trans people who have had opportunities that I feel like you should have had because you you've you've been in the game, you've been a social media icon for a very long time. So I'm like, where, where's TS's endorsement deals? Not to like, you know, okay. be an asshole, but... And, and I love the way that you tapped on that door just and said, let me get, crack it open and TS, you just walk on into it and I'm about to walk on into it. In no way am I jealous or angry or, or have resentment towards Dylan Mulvaney or even Caitlyn Jenner we understand that there are systems that are in place for those women to thrive in. No, they are not their ancestors, but they are. They, but they benefit from the things that they, their mm-hmm. ancestors have done. And that while they reap the benefits, I still am swept up into the system of, and I want to talk about this with you, Nicole. I, I got mm-hmm. to. I swept up in the system of they still reaping the benefits of things that happened before they got here. And I'm still reaping the, the, the injustices of what has happened from, you know, back then. Let's talk about it. Mm-hmm. Really, let's talk about it really quick. And I'm going to be very transparent. This is definitely going to tie into why, don't, why won't you date me? <laughs> okay. When you saw me on Vine, you saw me come in with the uh, with naked, my nude body. New wave 2020s, yeah! <laughs> when you saw Dylan 
or Caitlin, you saw them coming in clothed and, and, and they openly transitioned in, you know, in public and stuff. I was already transitioned when, when, when I was introduced and I was transitioned and I transitioned in sex work and all that type of stuff. Survival. Now, here's where I'm going to really, let me take my Apple watch off because girl, I'm about to talk with my hands. I know y'all okay. can't, y'all can't see me, but I'm about to move some mountains in this They'll be able to feel it. You're about to feel this. I love the way that you said, Madison, you've been in this for a long time and you've paved and knocked and toped and opened it. What people don't understand is this. I did not want to be involved in sex work. I didn't want to be, uh, have to have to do survival sex to, you know, make a living. Mm -hmm. But the system that was in place at the time for me as a black transgender woman, you know, growing up at that time, I'm 45 years old. I don't look it, but I'm 45 years old. This was 30 years ago, 30 years ago. So times have changed. Okay. So I'm thrust into the world of, of, of transitioning during that time period. And it's like, okay, you can't come to my job. Don't, don't come to the workspace like this because you're making other people feel uncomfortable. So I was fired numerous times. Okay. And not just fired, but also, also just said I'm not qualified enough. So Hence, I have sex work on, on my background from a system, from a system who wouldn't let me be an upstanding citizen. Fast forward. I have to take the lemons that were given to me and create lemonade. I have to hula hoop, jump rope, skip stick, backflip, cartwheel mm -hmm. through, through society and through you know, social media and all of these things just to get enough, enough accolades outside of the sex work industry to be noticed and recognized for something outside of that. Get a TV show, the T.S. Madison experience, blah, 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 blah. These women wake up one morning, pick up their cellular device and say, day 22 of me being a trans person. Day three of transition, day 46. And society has the audacity, the audacity to say that this is, they're classy enough because they've never had to do any of the things that this whore did. Mm -hmm. They're classy enough to be on a level to be, you know, celebrated for their day one through day 365 transition. And here I am on the other end of the spectrum forced into having to do these things to survive and I'm not good enough to be celebrated on these things or I'm still having to prove myself. It's interesting that you say that the way that you're saying this, because I think a lot of people will be like, well, if you didn't want to do sex work, go get a different job. And it's like, well, as a black trans woman, where? Who? Well, especially 30 years ago. Who? Who's hiring? And it is interesting that, like, things that you did in your past stay with you when it's like it had nothing to do with anybody. You didn't do, like, it. that sex work, I personally think sex work is work. Uh, I think it's, you do what you do, whatever, but I don't think you should be judged for doing it because a lot of people have sex and a lot of people do it for free. If you monetize it, wh whatever. And I do, and I think a lot of people go, race gets brought up a lot but i'm like because it, it matters it, it matters that there's you know a white trans person 
who is documenting their experience. I'm not saying anything shitty about this person, but it is interesting that they get lifted up. Whereas you transitioned a long time ago, have created so much content and people like you use your voice. Yet there's a, there's a wall, Mm -hmm. there's a wall where you can't get ahead. And it's just, it's racist. So (laughs) it's wild. And systemic racism is wild. Transphobia is wild. And I just like that you, you keep going. Yeah. And you're passionate and you're you're funny and you're great. Sister, I had to I got it out of the mud. So I understand that that's what I have to do because I understand that there are cis- so no one is I'm not. I'm not angry at Dylan or Caitlin. Mm-hmm. Well, wait, let me I I got to watch what I say. Mm, I I'm think we could be mad at Caitlin. Caitlin. I think Caitlin's not very kind. Yeah. So I'm I'm, I'm mad at the systems that are in mm-hmm. place. That would make what I had to do lower class mm-hmm. and what she's awarded the ability to do, like just waking up and saying, and I'm not just saying that her journey wasn't it wasn't hard or anything like that. But ma'am, but ma'am, and not just I'm so it's unfortunate that it's you that's that that we have to talk about, but you're in the forefront. Ma'am, when I got transitioned, when I was transitioning, we I Everything was under the table, under the table. Mm-hmm. And then, then we have conversations about, oh, you have that black market silicone in your body. You have this, you would, you that under the table stuff. Well, well, times were different, and even then, the white girls were going, getting, you know, surgeries and things like that because these, this is they, they knew. Girl, stop making this like it is our fault, and it's not mm-hmm. theirs. Like, ma'am, this woman picks up her phone and she's day 365 on her trans journey. And she has Budweiser and opera singing mm-hmm. and meet the, meet the president and this and the other. And on, and on the other end of that stick, I'm day 5,200 and 100 million. <laughs> and I got to tell y'all, I had to sex work. And could and and wish that the opportunity was available for me to document my day one, and somebody comes in and gives me a facial feminine, a free facial feminization, a year's worth a, a, a year's worth supply of Anastasia Beverly Hills <laughs> cosmetics. <laughs> you, you see where I'm going here? Absolutely, and it is, it, yeah, it's I I it just it's it blows my mind. It also blows my mind that they seem to be the, like, not seem to be. They're the one that's uplifted where I'm like, Black trans women are the ones who are murdered at a higher rate. And I'm like, where's the representation? Why don't we have more representation? So that's why I'm, like, so glad you are so visible. And I love that you were added to Drag Race. I think that's huge. I think that's, congratulations. Thank you. I think that's really wonderful. I also loved you in Zola. You were really, really great. Send us miracles. Can I say that here? Okay. Sorry. You say whatever the fuck you want. Send us niggas. <laughs> T.S., so you grew up in Florida. Yes. What was it like growing up in Florida? Um, It was real. Okay. I'm 45. I always and I love I love celebrating me being 45 because there are so many trans women that are dying. Just mm-hmm. just last just about about a month ago, or by the time this airs, it's going to be like two months ago. Two trans women were murdered in the same week, 24, 20, 
24, 37. I think one was 37, one was like 24. Both were, mm-hmm. sh- were shot in their face. I'm 45. I've been talking about trans women being murdered ever since my platform was able to, you know, be open talking about this. So it's so it's been for the past 15, you know, 15 years or so where I'm talking about, and it's always a young one. Every, every freaking year, it's a young one. So I celebrate me being 45 years old, black and trans. Celebrate it. I You should. It's tough. It's so fucked up. It is so fucked up that, like, you know, such young girls die and you don't hear about it often. You only hear about it every now and again. And it happens so much. So much. So growing up in Miami, people don't understand that um, it's still the South. It, it, it's still the South. And what's so scary now is that we have Ron DeSatan that's... <laughs> <laughs> you said it. <laughs> You're not wrong. Ron Satan, that is a true representation mm-hmm. of the things that they have been trying to cover up down there for the longest. We've been dealing with racism down there. I'm from the Two Live Crew era. I watched Uncle Luke get the, you know, go through the things he did being banned in the USA when it was Nick Navarro and all that stuff from the Two Live Crew music and stuff. I attribute Luther Campbell to being the person that broke down the barriers for the freedom of speech and the freedom of, of, of sexual expression and things like that. So I love Luke, Luther Campbell for that, but he was going through this as a black man with racist police officers, racist Mm -hmm. people. Like I, I experienced that to a severe degree. And on top of that being trans. So not not only was I did I have my fists up fighting, fighting you know racism off. I also had to fight the transphobia and the homophobia in my own community. So when when people say, "Madison, you're so crass," or "You're so vulgar," or "You're so bitch," I was trained a product of your environment. If you're around that shit, it it sticks with you. This is what I had to do. If I didn't fight, or I if I didn't stand up, or I didn't, or I would, I didn't talk tough or be tough or blunt or raw, I was going to get beat the fuck up. Or I wouldn't be here saying I'm here 45 years later. Especially with all the things that were handed to me. And I don't want nobody out there that's listening to this podcast to feel sorry for me. Oh, honey, because if I had the chance to do in the words of Trina... I think anyone could feel sorry for you. If I had the chance to do it all again, I'd be doing it with a bat and a gun. <laughs> Younger. <laughs> Real quick, we have to take a break. And we're back. T.S., I gotta know, are you dating? Are you married? Would you prefer not to say? Because that's an option. Um, You know, we're here now, so what's up, Nicole? We're here now, <laughs> so what's up? What's up? I'm single. Uh, what yeah. are you? Yeah. Single? Yeah. I um I don't want to be. What are you looking for? I ain't even looking. I oh. I I I don't want to be single because the bigger that my star grows and the more things, you know, happen for me cuz you know, I'm going to be here way way well over well over 70. I'm going to be here a long time. Mm-hmm. <sighs> Shit. What? I'm about to just tell you all my business. It's okay. I feel comfortable. 
I don't want to be because I've been so for so long. You're a star, so you get it, Nicole. You know when you're growing and you you got wonderful things happening for you and so much you're making good money and you live good, you live comfortable. You want to lay up in the bed with you with your peace. You want to lay up in the bed with your people. You want to be able to pull your wig off and feel comfortable. You want to feel safe. You want to be because there's there's a world out there as being a star where where it's not real. This it's a fake them, a fake world. People. You don't know who's really in your circle or who's, or who, and it could be this, the person that's laying in the bed eating your coochie. Yeah, they could be eating your coochie, but they're for the wrong reasons. reasons. Yes, they want your money. They want to they climb up off your star. They, you know, so it's hard. It is hard. It is hard. Yeah. Are you on any of the apps? I used to be until I I used to be on those real raunchy apps. Like, and, and, and here's the thing: in, in in one of my openings, which I didn't do, I'm going to do it at the end, and you probably could chop it to the front, or we could do it in the middle. I, you know, I like it in the middle. But you know, <laughs> <laughs> um, I always call out the apps: What's up, YouTube land, Twitter land, Instagram, Snapchat, Grinder, Scruff, BGC, Jacked, Facebook, Periscope. I used to be on Jack. I don't know what Jacked is. Oh, honey, Jacked is the app, honey, for the way it, it lets you know how many feet, seconds, miles, moments away you are, close proximity you are for. Isn't that like Grinder? Yeah, it's all it's like that. It's just Jacked though, and I I was I used to have a, I used to have a Jacked account. I mean, it's still there. I, I haven't logged into it in a long time. I think I'm just I, mm-hmm. I'm really contemplating. I'm gonna really, really, really delete it. But I haven't logged in into it in like over a year and something like almost two years now because I was, I met a guy off of there and I started dating him. I actually was dating myself actually because he was still a piece of trash. <laughs> I signed out of Jack. He actually signed in the Jack grinder and everything else. Mm-hmm. So, you know, I signed out because I thought that, you know, this is, I'm kicking it. With this somebody. is real. Yeah. But, you know, he never signed out of Jack. He just, Change the profile. But anyway, I also, we, we, I'll tell you that more at the end. But the reason I got off of that is because a gentleman came on there one day and said, Hey, Madison, is this, if this is really T.S. Madison, you need to get the fuck off of here. And you need to get the fuck off of here because you wait, you got too much going on to be on here. Like, like I wouldn't even expect to meet you on something like this. This is for hookups and fucking and stuff like that. Like, and I'm like, damn, am I not worthy to hook up and fuck? And then it was like, no, it's not that. It's just like, this is raunchy. This is, you know, like, that I wouldn't know. I wouldn't want, mm-hmm. no. Like, do you know the contributions you made and da 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 You know, the stuff that go, start running down your accolades. And it is like, you, I don't know. I don't think that you should have be this accessible. But then it's like, if you're not accessible, how do you find somebody? You have to be out there for someone to find you. Girl, I guess uh, Instagram and Facebook is the new, those apps. Because <sighs> I get the same amount of dick pics in those that I do <laughs> on fucking hookup apps. Really? I don't get Girl. no dick pics. I don't get anything. Nobody hits on me in my DMs. Girl, I get so many dick pics. Girl, I, I listen. And the and the reason why I don't check my inbox, I might, you have to email me because it's an overflow. I get I see so mm-hmm. much dick balls, booty. I get so many voice. Li- girl, listen. I'm gonna play you something that you can hear. 
from my inbox from this guy. And Ooh. I want I want to tell you that it's so it's so weird because every time I go live on the thing, he is in my live and he'll say some weird shit. And then after he says weird shit, he'll go to my he'll inbox me stuff. Girl, listen. So he tries to face call me. Listen to this girl. One day he said, Hi, how you doing? I said, I'm good. How are you? He, he said, I'm sorry for saying something. Whatever. He, so he tried to video chat me. like video, And mm-hmm. then, then he came in my live and he said some weird shit. And I said something back. And listen. You trying to win a medal or some shit? How you doing? Just because I was on your live don't mean I don't get paid. That don't make sense. Okay, because I told him. I said, sweetie, why are you on my live talking crazy? Go make some money somewhere. Like, why are you on my live? Uh-huh. You know? And then he says, I don't appreciate that shit you said. You know, in my inbox, right? Now, mm-hmm. you, you know, just a couple of days, he was telling me how beautiful and all the stuff I was. But look, listen. You're right. You're right. You get paid, but you fucking sick. You fucking psychotic because you're, you're a man trying to be a woman. Anytime, anytime a man trying to be a woman, something wrong with you. That shit ain't normal. Something fucked up with you in your mind and your head. You want to be a fucking woman, you a man. You think that shit is normal? That shit ain't normal. Something wrong with you. You fucked up in the head. Because ain't no right, ain't no man in his right mind going to try to be a fucking woman. Knowing that you can never be a fucking, knowing he can never be a woman. Something wrong with Now, there's countless of this going on. But you were just complimenting me. Or you complimenting were just... you. That. What a hard turn. It was probably because he, he didn't get the response he wanted. So then he was like, oh, I'll just insult her. Yeah. But also, you have the time to do that? My friend, you got to get a hobby. Look, Nicole, look, look, girl, look. This is, this is the... Oh, my God. The. Okay. I'm looking at this, and there are so many voice memos. Audio calls, missed calls, video calls. I just... That... That's scary. That shit's weird. Weird. And so this, I just, that's just one of, one of those things. I don't even go in my inbox anymore. And like, and I I hate that Facebook has it to where they can call you on messenger. Like now. Wait, on Facebook, they can call you? Girl, they be calling my messenger sometimes. It's crazy. It's insane. That's too much. I now I fully understand why you want to be out there. Like that's scary. That shit sucks. And I'm trans. And like this fool was talking about how he was wanted me. This this is the stuff. Like they the mental. Mm-hmm. I'm not gonna be. I'm. I made it to 45, baby. I'm not. You're not gonna kill me. Yeah, not this one. Not today, Mm-mm. Satan. I just. I think my whole issue with people who are anti-trans is like, how are trans people affecting your life? They're not. They're living their own life. Like, leave leave trans people alone. That person is unhinged and, I don't know, I feel like you should report them, but then I'm like, is anything going to happen? Like, I don't know. That, that, that. You got the nerve to try to disrespect me and shit. You know what I'm saying? I'm surviving. No, I ain't getting paid like that, but I'm surviving. I got a roof on my head. I don't live in the fucking streets. My family well taken care of and all that. I'm well taken care of and shit. My girl is. We chilling. My girl. We might not be rich. Nah, we not rich and shit, but we ain't fucked up. We ain't fucked up. We ain't sucking dick for money and shit. We ain't kissing a white man ass for dick for money and all that shit like you doing. The fuck out of here. Look at you, you plastic bitch. 
You want to be a fucking woman, you a fucking man. You don't even look like a woman. You still look like a fucking man. The fuck I don't give a fuck. How much makeup you put on your face and all the other shit, plastic surgery, you still look like a fucking man because you are a man. The fuck out of here. You sick. You fucking sick in the head. You sick. Anytime a fucking man want to be a woman, something fucked up wrong with you. Your mind is fucked up. That's not normal for a man want to be a woman. Don't you know there's something wrong with you? You fucked up. You fucked up in the head. That shit ain't normal, man. I just, I, I honestly, I'm glad that you played those because I do not think people realize how much hate is spewed at trans people and how much y'all are bullied and harassed. Like, that's past bullying. That's just straight up harassment. And this is a black man who, if something happened to him, the TS, whose platform is big as it is, is going to be fighting for justice for him. And... This is a man that has been writing me pre- prior to this wanting to fuck me. Make it make sense. He's like, oh, she rejected me. So now I'm going to <laughs> harass her until she says, okay, I want to fuck. Like, what? what's the end goal? That's so fuck. It's so wild. It's that's just I guess fully I, unhinged. I guess because I told him that he didn't have any money. Like, boy, get your broke ass out. Because, like, you know. Get your broke ass on. Fuck you. Uh-huh. I, I, I. That's what that that's what that stemmed from, I guess. Like, girl. Oh no, that means he is very broke. <laughs> oh no. Oh dear. And Ooh, I ain't taking care of his bank account. He got sad. I ain't taking care of nobody's son. In a perfect world, say like tomorrow everyone is like loving and accepting. What kind of person are you looking for? Like, do you have a type? I like a, a mental secure man. You know what? That should be the first thing. That should be the first thing on my list. Mentally secure. Is the brain right? Yeah. Like, are you are you hinged? Are you mentally mm-hmm. well? Are you in therapy? Are you dealing with trauma? Mm-hmm. Are you doing these things? Because we all have, we all have, bitch, we're black. So we have a bunch mm-hmm. of, of traumas to unpack. Like, are you dealing with these things? You know what I'm saying? Like, then I'm going to move to your... Fi- I need to know if you're well here first so that before we can mm-hmm. even really start. Then I'll move to your finances. And I, w- I want to say this so the people, the, the audience out there can understand. There's a difference between fucking and fucking with. Now, if we fucking, you know what I'm saying... I want you to be a little crazy. Tear this pussy up now. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> Go ape shit it. <laughs> you know. <laughs> but and I don't I don't need to know all these things. But like if we want to date, like you, I need to know if you're saying, like, I don't need you, because this is I don't need you flipping out on me down the line. Or I don't need I don't need you having some moment where you're now questioning questioning your sexuality because society has said uh that you're gay. Because you're dating a trans woman or, you know, now you have to try to deal with this mentally or I don't need you to, I just, we work on the mind first, the mind. Then we Mm -hmm. move to the stability. Stability Mm -hmm. in, 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 do you have a job? Uh, Can you sustain yourself? Because I don't necessarily need a, a rich man because here's the thing. I'm always going to make money. Always, always and forever. And whether a man is in my life or not, I'm going to go after the big bucks. So mm-hmm. if he if if he comes in and he has money, that's great. If he doesn't have money, he needs to try to get some money. Yes. You know, because I'm not have taking a plan. Because I'm not taking care of him. Because I do want his money still. I want him to do. And I don't mean want his money like 
he has to be like I want flowers, I want candy, I want dinner, mm-hmm. I want this, I you want to be a pampered, you want to be romanced. You know, come on, you know, you know, the, my light bill probably the cheapest thing in here. Have it once one month or two or something. <laughs> then we're gonna go for the dick. I need to know if you're well endowed. Because both of us have to be well endowed in this situation. One of us can't be well endowed and the other one isn't, because then, you know. I'm the woman in here, okay? <laughs> so you a size queen. You looking for a big old dick. Hey, I need a big, 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 yeah. Mm-hmm. Nobody ain't I need got somebody time. who can yeah. handle it. God, we got ass. Ain't nobody. Like, throw it back. I throw it back. I mean, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> we, you know, we, we, we the type of girls that may sit on your lap and everything may disappear. You know. <laughs> Anytime I date someone and they're like, come here, sit on my lap. I'm like, are you sure? Right. It's a lot. It's a lot. Are you sure? It's a lot. Okay. I'll do it. I like men who like meaty women because mm-hmm. I've I've really been in this space of trying to diet and eat right and exercise and all this stuff. And, and my mom told me the other day, she says, boo, listen, you not built to be skinny. And if you're trying to be skinny because, you know, that's what people is just so, socially accept, acceptable, accept you. And I'm like, yeah, I am on cozy, comfortable in my skin. So I have so I have my extra sandwich if I want to have it. And I have my ice cream if I want to have it. I still work out because, you know, to do the healthy thing. But I'm mm-hmm. not over here stressing out like, I got to be small. I got to get small. I got to get small. Yes, I want to go from a 3X to a 1X. Yes. But I'll get in a 2X. I'll get in a 2X. But I'm, I'm yeah. not built to be skinny. I think a lot of people need to come to that realization. Like, I don't think I could sustain whatever the BMI is telling me. Like, I think the BMI is like, you should be 150. I'm like, I don't. Yeah. I was 150 in elementary school. I don't think <laughs> that is for adult me. It's not for me. No. And it's just like, if you can't eat it when it's, when, when if you can't eat that thick meat while it's thick, I don't need you eating it when it's lean. That's another thing. I was like, if I were to ever lose weight, I would feel some type of weight dating because I'd be like, would you love me if I gained weight? Right. Would you stay with me if I got big again? So yeah, I feel very, very uh, funny about that. I want a, I want a man that's comfortable with that. That's like that he likes he likes meaty girls. Like he likes a girl with because mm-hmm. I'm meaty all the way around, honey. Meaty all the way, and so <laughs> I just I I want a man that's into meat. Like I need a carnivorous man eat meat. A carnivorous man with yeah. a big old dick. Yeah! Have you ever Have you ever been in like um a long term relationship? I've never been in one. I've only dated people for a couple months. Uh, I, I, God, it's a long. So if he was still paying my mortgage for a while, is that a long term relationship? I think so. Um. Uh, okay. You know what, Nicole? Yes and no. Okay. Because in this world, like if you date for a year, like y'all been together for a decade. Mm-hmm. And if you date for six months, y'all been together for like five years. Mm-hmm. So I've dated a man. Uh, yes, I actually did date a man for a long period of time, and then he went to prison. 
We were dating before he went mm. to prison, you know, and then he went to prison. Then when he got out, I didn't keep the relationship going because, and I, I, I did a whole prison sentence with him. I, and sometimes I think like, damn, I wish I would have not this. I, but my life was changing then. Like I wasn't the girl that he met, like when, before he went in. Like when I, when he got out, I was somebody else. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you changed. And sometimes you change together, but then it's like, well, if he's a person, you got to change by yourself and he's going to change. I'm sure he was different when he came out. I, 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 you know what, Nicole? Yes. And you know what I did? I, I recently spoke to him um, and I apologized profusely to him. Mm-hmm. And I was still angry with him because I had found out he had cheated on me. Like before he went mm-hmm. to jail. And I thought that over through that course of time that I was with him when he was in prison, because he was still spending he was sending me money home from prison like that. Like I used to compare niggas, excuse me, I used to compare men to him and be like, Y'all niggas ain't my dude and not, my dude locked up and spreading the bills over here. And y'all still y'all sending me money. Y'all on the street not doing this? Uh-uh. So he was a good dude that cheated on me. I, mm-hmm. and, and and here's the thing that I want to pose this question out here. Does it make him not good anymore if he cheated on you? That's hard for me. I think if you asked me like two years ago, I'd be like, once a cheater, always a cheater. Bad, get out of here. But now I'm like, I think if you find out someone cheated on you, I think there's a way to go, hey, if I'm not giving you something you need, maybe we open up this relationship and it's don't ask, don't tell, you do you. Ah, I ain't but, going for that. No. <laughs> no, I ain't going for that opening it up. Hell no. The only thing getting opened up is his back because or, or, or <laughs> that's it. But I, I you know, I, I thought that I had forgiven him, but mm-hmm. I, I held that in for a long period of time and I just I I was not really able to get over it. I think that after t- after ten whole years when he got out. And he came to my show. Like I was doing some whole, I was touring. I was doing, I wasn't even, mm-hmm. you know, I wasn't even this person. Anyway, so we talked and he started telling me about his, th- this girl he's messing around with, how he did this for her. He did that. He did a B, he got her BBL and all this stuff and, you know, talking. And then he told me how he, he has this other girl over here. And I said, oh yeah, this, then I started thinking like, this would have been me. And that's not what you want. So you got to excuse yourself from the situation. I want a BBL. I don't want, I want a BBC. That's it. Fuck that BBL shit. What's I, a BBC? A big black cock. <laughs> <laughs> oh no, I walked right into that. <laughs> I will too. I walk right into it. <laughs> Backwards. <laughs> Backwards, yep. Back then I was right up into it. <laughs> I will. Yeah, I'm hung. I'm horny right now. I'm me too. so horny. Me too. I was supposed to go on a date with someone and then they canceled on me last minute. Why? They were like, they said that they might be getting back with their ex. And I was like, OK, what they got to do with right. you? What does that have? You can't, I don't know. Tell them you're getting back with your ex, too. <laughs> we can get back with our exes together yeah. Just before we do. We hang out. So how? OK, Nicole, let me ask you this, because I talk about this yes. a lot with about women. I said. 
I don't think that women should have to adhere to the body count thing. I mean, I think your body count is a personal thing. And I think if somebody asks you, you have the right to be like, I'm not telling you because men judge you. Women also judge you. People always judge. And it's like, why do you care how many people I've slept with? No, you don't. You, you sh- Like body count should not even be a thing with women because here's the thing that I feel. A woman knows maybe three men in her life. She knows the guy mm-hmm. she, she likes. She has a crush on in school. She knows the guy that she ends up dating. And she knows her dad. And then, mm-hmm. and she's going to marry either the one that she had a crush on in school or the one that she dated, like, somewhere. And, of course, her dad is, like, the first man that she knows. You know what I'm saying? Like, you know, and so she's going to have these thoughts of, like, how? Well, that's if the dad's in the house. And, you know, mine, mm-hmm. mine wasn't there, but whatever. So when you go out here in the world and you you only have two bodies, two by two, three bodies, and all three of these bodies are terrible. Slow dick, bad in bed, serial cheater. You know what I'm saying? I'm like, you only know these three men, and then you have your grandma over here or your, your big mama. Just work it out. Just, you know what I'm saying? Because you don't want to have, mm-hmm. you don't want to have, you don't want to be a slut. You just want to have three. What did you what did you earn? Nothing. That's why I'm like, fuck whoever. Girl, have use, a nice your time. use your pussy. Use your pussy. Have a nice time. Use the pussy. Use your pussy. <laughs> <laughs> but I feel like a lot of older women are like, work it out or whatever, because they're like, I don't know, that man might take care of you. And it's like, I can take care of myself. I don't need a man to take care of me. I'm a strong, independent bitch and I can do whatever I want. That's right. I just would like somebody. I would like a companion. And use your pussy! Bitch, I be using my pussy. <laughs> <laughs> Nobody wants to keep this pussy. Girl. They say this pussy was nice for the night, but I have to move on. Well, girl, you got to think like a man. Thanks for the... Th- th- yeah. Thank you. Next. Thank you. <laughs> Next. Maybe I'll read that Steve Harvey book. He's got a book called Think Like a Man. No, girl, I don't need Steve Harvey telling me how to do a fucking thing. <laughs> I love Steve Harvey. I do, too. But shit, you know, they need to I, they need to listen to me. Women need to listen to me having these lectures and conversations with them about the way that men are like men are busy. So just so there's mm-hmm. no re- there's no reason for you to turn your busy meter off because he's uh, he's busy. Mm-hmm. OK, that's good advice to not turn your busy meter off and wait for this man. Just stay busy the stay way busy. he stays busy. You know I mean, I mean and, and listen. Get your coochie ate. If you don't want to get penetrated, get ate up. Because I'm going to get my dick sucked, girl. Do you hear me? (laughs) (laughs) That's also good advice. You don't got to be penetrated. Get sucked, fucked, and licked in the front or the back. Lick the booty hole. Whatever you like. Whatever it is. You know what I'm saying? It's like, stop sitting over here thinking that this man is going to, he's going to turn around and magically be this good man and you just going to hold yourself for him. And, and, you know, girl, uh uh-uh. No, like explore. You have the right to explore. Mm-hmm. Explore, explore. And when they ask you how many men have you ever been with, you say four. That's it. Explore and say four. <laughs> That's it. Explore and say four. Turn on your Christopher Columbus and explore, then say four. Explore and say four. The Nina, the Pina, the Santa Maria, and the Holy God damn it, I need you. <laughs> <laughs> I think I've 
I've ever answered anyone. I've been asked, but I've been like, none of your business. Uh-uh, four, but girl. Also, four. Those relationships did not continue. There's four. I'm going to use that. Four. 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 That's it. If Just four. Some of the motherfucking men probably had the same name. Malik, 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 <laughs> Jerome, <laughs> Michael. They all That's one fair. man. Four. <laughs> four. Just four. Four. T.S., we have to take one more break. Okay. Okay. What other advice do you have for single... Well, what advice do you have for single people to get into a relationship? Uh, the advice I have for single people who want to get into a relationship is... Mommy... Mommy, can you close your door, girl? <laughs> oh, my God. Ma! Ma! I can hear that. Oh, you still hear me? Yes! Oh, I, can't hear that <laughs> I can't hear it at all. Girl. My mama don't give a damn. Mama, I am still doing this. Okay, advice is if you really try to conserve who you are, let your mom let your mama live with you. You ain't gonna fuck nobody. <laughs> let your mama live with you. Mama live with you. Ain't gonna fuck nobody. There you, you go. You go out on dates that'll keep her from fucking you. Um, I think that if you're single. You shouldn't mingle. Mm -hmm. um, and I'm going to give this advice that I should have given to myself. Do not fall in love with the first signs of what you want, because sometimes people are, are, are playing charades or they're playing, they have this a facade that they're putting up because they mm -hmm. know that this is probably what you're seeking. And, and you know, they, 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 it's a mask that they're wearing. I think that you, I think, and I didn't think like this before, but after this last situation that I had that I didn't expound on, but ugh, I think that you should be open to dating multiple people at a time. I didn't say sexing. Sex is optional. That's just optional if that's what you want to do. But you should be open to dating a couple people at a time. That don't mean date 10 people. <laughs> Like four? Four. Maybe five, so that you can rotate. <laughs> mm -hmm. One four. a week. Maybe just, for the work week. Yeah, four. You know what I'm saying? And just and just be transparent about like, hey, I like you. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. You know, date date them. Because you don't really know these people until you know them. You know what I'm saying? Go mm -hmm. on. Go be with them. Because everybody's going to show you that. The they're going to put their best self forward, you know, in the in the beginning. You know, date them. Date for a while. You know what I'm saying? And just try to feel them out before you call it a thing. Because usually, usually you, you start fooling around with somebody and then you y'all start calling it a thing because you feel like, oh, we got chemistry. I like, I like oh, oh, this sex good. Mm -hmm. And then you happen to pick up his or her phone and you're like, oh, you having a lot of things. You having a, a lot, lot of different of people. I have a bad habit of doing that where I'm like, 
okay, you like me, so we're going to get married. And then I stop looking for other people. Nah. Mm-mm. Now, that doesn't mean you have to just fuck, date everybody. Because mm-hmm. then you start getting confused. What, which one? You Larry? Sean? <laughs> Jeff? Jerome? Like, you start getting confused because you got mm-hmm. so many. And I think that's men's problem. To like get you okay, you you might be dating three girls. Try to try to figure out what them three doing. Not nine and ten. I couldn't imagine dating nine or ten people. That's too much. Like, I gotta remember you like this, then you like that. Like, that's just too much. Four. Four. Four is the magic number. You might slide that thumb and then maybe, lay it for a maybe wild card. A That's the one with the biggest dick out of all of you. Like, if none of y'all work out, I'm going to get five over here. Because he going to tear this I'm pussy gonna get that up. I'm going to this one. <laughs> God, that's so... Okay, I think that's pretty decent advice. I think that's something I could follow. Um, can I ask you about Drag Race? Yes, let's talk about it. How has it been being a rotating, a permanent judge? Uh, it is amazing. I get the opportunity. I, I mean, listen, you get the I, I, I listen. I'm not gonna even sit up here in front, girl. I used to be so jealous, looking at you get to see the girls week to week to week to week. But you live in L.A., right? Do you not live in L.A.? No, I live in Atlanta. Cause I'd have came oh. over your house, girl. I would have came. If I was in L.A., I would have came over your house, girl. We would have sat right on the sofa <laughs> and did this. But. And that's another reason why your dating is like it is. Let's go back to that yeah. and we'll talk about drag. Because you live in L.A. And those those men out there in L.A., especially those black men, they like those girl those Kardashian looks. I don't mm-hmm. look nothing like a Kardashian. I look like, no, Ern- I look like Ernestine. I look like Keisha. <laughs> I look like Shonda. You know what I'm saying? I look like Big, who, Big Booty Felicia. You know, they... They want those uh-huh. girls that are like, you know, paper thin and thin I, I, with a big butt, big titties. And I don't got mm-mm. that. I got little titties, big old belly, big old butt. No, no, they don't even want them with big butts. It's just like what, what they what, what they consider big butts. OK, mm-hmm. yeah. But I'm a 60 around, honey. Ooh, I think I'm a 59. I'm a 60 around. Wait, 60. 60 inches is how many feet? <laughs> 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 I want to figure out how many feet you are around. What's 60 inches? That's five feet. Five, five feet. feet. We got unwrap you to <laughs> a small woman. Oh. That's so, that's oh, so I'm actually two women. Well, three women. Shit. <laughs> Ooh, I'm almost five feet around. I love that. Yes. But that's the problem there, too. Okay. Now, let's talk about Drag Race. Drag Race, I love. I was. I used to be like, oh my god, Nicole is gonna be there every week, and I don't get a chance to even sit with her. I, was, I, I wanted a chance to even just sit with you, and you would be there every other day. I was like, ah, oh, I'm so mad <laughs> because you get the chance to see the girls go from, you know, they just blossom. And so this season, when I was able to do more, more Drag Race. I, I'm able to see them grow from week to week to week to week, you know? And it's so mm-hmm. amazing because that competition show, it's, it's an amazing experience. It's wild. I don't think people realize how much work goes into it and how, like, I when I first did it and I realized that the runway was silent, 
And then, or once with music and then once silent, I was like, if I was one of those girls, I would be so in my head, like waiting for the jokes. If no jokes happen, you're like, what is my outfit? Not good. Oof. Tough. It's a tough show to be on, but fun to guest judge. Fun, fun to guest judge. And then to be a part of the, like, to be a part of the challenges sometimes, you know, mm-hmm. and then and then to go back there in the workroom, like, like, this is a, this is real, this is a real competition show. Like, these are not paid actors to come in and entertain you. These, these girls are coming here and they're bearing their self. They're bearing their all. They want that $200,000. Mm-hmm. And that, um, that year supply of Anastasia Beverly Hills Cosmetics. I want that. That would be nice. <laughs> I want Oh, that'd be so nice. That and the 200000 Like I, I'm like, girl, where do I sign up? Have you ever done drag? Yeah. Girl, listen, I, I had to do everything that I could to eat. Because and mm-hmm. here's the thing. Drag is, a, drag is an art. It's not an identity. So mm-hmm. a, a trans woman can be a drag queen. A cis woman could be a drag queen. A, 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 a cis male could be a drag king, queen or whatever. He can do drag. Mm-hmm. So it was art. And so I got up and I used to do those lips saying, take me to your planet. Wait, wait, wait. Oh, wait, that's new age drag. Uh, uh, wait, here we go. Wait, 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 I'm 45. So what was I doing? I found out what I've been missing always on the run. You just you used to have to have those lips. You have a pretty voice. Those a little bit, you know, when I get those red rasp out. You have to have those lip, those lip things have to be on. Uh-huh. You gotta quiver your lips a little bit. <laughs> you have to take, you have to pick your dollars and stuff. Uh-huh. uh-huh. You gotta sew your costumes. It has to be open. It has to it has mm-hmm. to give when it comes in. Girl, you know, it's a whole it's a whole thing. That's why drag is not a crime. How can art be a crime? I it's been very fucked up these last couple months, just like hearing our government say that they're banning drag, uh, like adult places, like you can't do drag within like 12 feet of a school or whatever. And then it's like, well, where do you draw the line? It's very fucking weird. I'm like, what do you think is happening at drag shows? Well, okay, here's the thing. There's so much stuff happening in the world that has nothing to do with drag. That, that on, on my morning show, sometimes I'm screaming, where are the drag queens? <laughs> the school shootings. The, yeah. the, the, the people trafficking. The, uh-huh. the Where are the drag queens? I'm always asking that. Like, where are the drag They're n- nowhere in sight. But this is what you choose They're to focus on. They're in a costume. You're, They're not doing terrible things. You're choosing to focus on the drag queens with all the other real problems. They go, where are the drag queens? I mean, it is just fucking wild because it's just like the number one killer of kids is guns, guns. not drag queens. It's. I just, I'm like, why can't we figure out gun control? I mean, I guess they know why they like, you know, fund these fucking politicians and stuff. I don't know. I'm just like so depressed. <laughs> I'm just like looking at the news. I'm like, why? Why more? Why? What is go? Where are the drag queens? Where are the drag queens? Where? I'm, all, I'm always looking for them. Like anytime that there's some, there's some trouble. There's something against the law. There's some huge thing working out somewhere. I always ask, where are the drag queens? They're at work. Yeah. They're working, they're minding their own business. I'm going to be honest with you. I will say that it is not our responsibility as entertainers, period, whether we're drag queens or whether we're comedians, whether we're actors. Or act- we, we're, it's not, we just do the art. That's it. 
you have to raise your kids. And if you know that drag drag shows can get it, it it's on, it's a spectrum. It could be loud, live, and in color. It could be sexy. It could be burlesque. Leave your kids home. It's the same thing with movies. Like R-rated movies, you could, I think you could bring kids to R-rated movies. Like I think it's like with adult supervision or whatever. It's like, okay, you chose to do that. You chose to take your kid to a drag show. Why don't you just take your kid to like a drag queen story hour or something that is for kids? But again, like I've never been to a show at night in a bar with a child. They're not allowed in. It's a bar. So I'm like, what? where are these children seeing terrible things that they shouldn't be seeing? I don't know. It's just such a bummer. And it's just like, yeah, it's art. It is just art. That's it. And stay, keep your kids home. See, the problem is everybody's talking about what's inf- influential to the children. Sweetheart, what you do at your house mm-hmm. is influential to the kids. You, you smoking those fucking cigarettes? You fighting with your wife and your husband? You cussing like a soldier? You fucking all in the room with the door all loud and stuff like that? You are the you are the you are the number one influence on your children. Look at America. You built this. Not the drag queens. No. It's so wild. TS. The world is bad. It is. But dick is good. <laughs> dick is good. And hopefully they get some soon. Girl, we go get I am some. off. I'm off the apps for right now because I needed a little bit of a break. What apps did you use? I was on Tinder, Hinge. Uh, I fuck with Bumble's, Bumble sometimes, but not really. So it's like Tinder, Hinge, and Raya. What? I love you just sit there blinking at me. Because I'm like... You're not on, you're not on Raya? Get on Raya. You might have some luck on Raya. So Raya is, there's like a whole process where you have to get like approved and then you'll see like semi-famous people on there. (laughs) The way you're looking at me. Girl. You said, I'm not interested. Mm -mm. I'm interested in meeting your mother. She sounds fun. Girl, she a lot. Mama, can you make me some beans and weenies, girl? I got a taste. I am, but I just want to make sure you can make me some beans and weenie because I got a taste for some pranks. <laughs> Girl, they are my buddy. Okay, mom, we well, don't come in here making all the noise. Just pull the weenies out. <laughs> Please. Are you being a man? No, mama. How you want me to cook it? You still in a... But you don't have to be... Weenies don't take that long. You pull weenies out. Well, I ain't talking about them kind of weenies. We talking about this different kind of weenies. But what? I'm talking about... Weenies that you pull out, they got to come out. Girl, bye. Yes. (laughs) I like your mom. She sounds like fun. So, Diaz, we've come to the end. Do you have anything that you want to promote? Uh, yes, June 23rd, I'm starring in a movie with uh, Gabrielle Union. It's called uh, The Perfect Fine. It's on Netflix. I'm so excited for you guys to meet Greta. I'm a German woman by the name of Greta. Oh, um, I love that. Yes, Gre- Greta. 
Um, Greta. Greta. Um, <laughs> I'm also, uh, if you haven't watched Drag Race, RuPaul's Drag Race, All Stars. Yay. Yeah. Yes. Are you doing All Stars this year too? No. Why? Unfortunately, I'm not. But I did talk to someone in production. I was like, let me back. Let me come back. They're coming. You're going to so come maybe, back. Maybe season 16. Who knows? I don't know. Wash his fingers. You know. That's my little fingies. Diaz, thank you so much for doing this. Oh, wait. Do you have more? Do you have more that you want to promote? Girl. Also, congrats I mean, on your movie. I'm so happy that you're acting more because you're great. Well, you know, I'm trying. I've 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 gotten better. Like these, the, the cameos, the, the the stuff has got is made me get better, and it's it's made me challenge myself as an act actor. But uh, yeah, I could, these are the only things I could talk about right now. So let's I, I'm gonna talk about Drag Race, All Stars, and the Perfect Find, okay. and you know, and then I'll be doing a comedy show at uh, in Seattle, actually tonight. June 9th. Oh, <laughs> in Seattle. Ooh. Yeah. Go see TS2 comedy. Yes. You know, I just, I, I have a lot, lots of things that I can't talk about, but I, mm-hmm. but just know that I'm, I'm pressure. I'm pressure. I'm excited for you because I think the sky is the limit. And I think you're so funny, so warm, so talented, so nice, so caring and giving and honest. I, I'm a very, very big fan of yours, and I'm really excited that you did this podcast. So thank you I'm so, so much. I'm so happy for you having me. Like, like, girl, you don't know I'm a big fan of yours too, girl. And I'm so, we will, by in the in the name of the four corners, air, air, water, water, earth, fire, heart, <laughs> by these powers combined, we will become Captain Planet. I'm telling you, we're going to work somewhere together. We are going to get to. together. Let's become Captain Planet. Yes. And we're going to do something together, a lot of things together, because I just think that we would be able to speak to the masses of people that likes, the, especially the carnivorous men. The carnivorous men who like their meat. Meat, honey. Well, they have to like meat and potatoes over here. <laughs> That's good. That's good. Cause we honey, got a little meat and potatoes. I got sausages and potatoes, baby. Come on through. <laughs> oh, it would have been perfect if your mother walked through and was like, you're not talking about the real sausage. <laughs> 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 Thank you so much for being here, T.S. Um, if you like this episode of Why Won't You Date Me, you can like, you can rate it, you can subscribe, you can give it five stars on Apple Podcasts. If you write me something nasty hitting on me, to why won't you date me podcast at gmail.com mars my producer has to read it uh but i'll read it out loud so this person said i'll take you on a conveyor belt sushi date you get to the restaurant all of a sudden you realize i lied about this sushi instead it's a bunch of dildos (laughs) increasing in width and length each time that we can test on ourselves loop provided in sriracha bottles we do this in front of a crowd of people and they score us on how well we take each toy I end up beating you by a long shot. In fact, I'm so competitive that I end up shoving all the dildos up my butt at once. But I mistakenly use actual sriracha instead of lube and end up not feeling too well. Winner gets all. You can eat sushi. So you watch me eat a ton of sushi while my ass is burning. We finish and I walk you home and we end the night with a kiss on the cheek because I'm a gentleman. I text you the next day saying I had a great time and that I love you and send you pictures of my infected asshole for the next day. (laughs) Your face. That's it. Uh, bye bye. <laughs> That's it for Why Won't You?
you date me with me, Nicole Byer. Why Won't You Date Me is produced and engineered by, oh, the sweetest woman I know, Marissa Melnick. It is executive produced by other wonderful people, Adam Sachs, Joanna Solotaroff, and Jeff Ross. Thanks for listening. I love you. Thank you so much. We'll be seeing you next Friday with a brand new episode. What a treat. What a dream. <laughs> This has been a Team Coco production. 